Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two Ton Bridges or TO Triple TB. I'm Natalia and I will be your Welsh adjacent monk for the evening. Following on from last fortnight's episode, our motley crew, including an intoxicated Zibi and Rana and a Taban, are on their way to speak to Akene. You can find us on all of our social medias, including Instagram, Facebook and Twitter under TO Triple TB Podcast. And don't forget that we are currently releasing our podcast every two weeks. So our next release will be on the 23rd of November. Adventure. Percival Silverlight. Our search for the gladiator Turban and recovering his unpaid dues has found us with our quarry in the Giggling Squid, our tavern of choice. Rather than battling the tabaxi with steel, however, Rana and Zippy decided to take part in a drinking competition with him. This is all well and good. But we are due to meet with the Merchant Prince Ekene to discuss Taban's fate. We now must face the challenge of getting a blind drunk trio of Zibi, Rana and Taban to Golden Throne. Adventure? So, what I would like is another constitution saving throw from the three of you that are drunk out your faces to see if you guys actually sober up on your way over to golden throne this is highly unlikely Probably. what in half in, in in half hour in a sober half hour up oh, from that amount dis- of drink. Let's, let's make it a disadvantage so it's unlikely but, say. Yeah. but zibby and them um, and uh toby have had coffee as well would that not help them and nope. bread Nope. I'm, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say no because i still i still want to see con con saving throw was it sorry con saving throw yes I rolled a 19 plus 2 for the first one, uh, and a 14 yep. plus 2 for the second one. Is that for me as well? So, 16. That is for oh, you yeah. as well, yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I rolled 24 in total for my first one, and for my second I rolled a 13. 11. So 13. So 13, 11, and 16 for Zimmy. Okay, so... Rana and Taban, you guys are still quite heavily inebriated by the time you get to Golden Throne, but uh, Zibby, yeah. you you actually have started to sober up by the time you get there. That's because he didn't finish his last drink. <laughs> he didn't quite get all you're, of the poison. You're only jealous. You sober up enough, not so much that you're not slurring your words, but enough that you're you're, you're not so much you know nearly blanking out, um, say as much as uh, Rana is. You're Everybody m- knows the poison sinks to the bottom. Remember this. <laughs> That's why it has a swizzle stick. <laughs> it's going si- to sink to your bottom later on. I'm not going to go in the toilet after you. <laughs> you make your way to Golden Throne. Um, and unlike the last two times, this time as you as you approach the entrance doorways, those two gladiators you'd seen flanking the door this time sort of step forward and uh, 
do ask you, they sort of they have their shields and spears, not exactly ready, but they, they clasp them a little bit tighter, and they look to you and just say, all right, what's what's this? State your business. Hello, I, I'm, um, I'm sorry, these lot have had a bit of fun this afternoon, but um, we do have an appointment with Akene. Um, she does expe- she is expecting us, and she is expecting this gentleman as well. Um, uh, I will keep all of them in check, don't it worry. Be, uh, I, I... Percival Silverlight and Co. Siliqui is my name, not Co. <laughs> uh, okay. After a little bit of just sort of looking... Taban looking over you guys and just sort of trying to trying to ascertain what the situation is like here they realize that you two are just just drunk um and they they look to you siliquian and they say as long as you keep a good hand on them you know, keep the peace all right absolutely and they take, they take a step consent back. they take a step back and make a little bow as you as you head on in to golden throne thank you the receptionists are still uh, free if you want to go over and talk to them or you can sort of take a seat and uh, and wait it's up to you guys i'm just going to wave at hey, them hey rana rana turn turn, in, turn into a spider rana turn into a spider <laughs> I just wave to the receptionist, but decide that it's safer for me to stay with the drunk people to try and help make sure that they don't do anything crazy. Well, once again, Rana stares off into the distance. He looks sort of mildly constipated for a second, and just just for the briefest um, of seconds, it just it just looks as though just weirdly his eyes shift, and then suddenly there's more of them, and then it's gone. And he just <laughs> he shakes his head and he says, "No, I'm I need to sleep." Ah, it would have been funny. Halfway between human and spider would have been a terrifying thing to see, but hey, yes. uh, a spider and a man uh, together? That just seems so yeah, weird. What does. would we even call him? Well, I have no idea. Uh, what would we call him? Man spider? A, a dryder. Some kind of marvel. Tobia shared a weird um, image before, I think, on, on Facebook or something yeah, of a yeah, man yeah, spider thing. That was please, do not, please do not share it again. I don't need that nightmare. <laughs> I need it immediately. I do, however, need pictures of Paris. Is it bad that's, that I've already amazing. done it? Sorry, it's there. Oh, for I mean, God's <laughs> sake. Oh, God. Um, I don't like the look, it, the shape, or what it stands for. <laughs> so, uh, Percival con- corrals uh, the, the, uh, the crew <laughs> into uh, an area where there's some seats and gets them all sat down. He's like, okay. Keep your hands to yourself and no vomiting on the floor. Thank you very much. And he turns around and goes over to the uh, to the desk. At the receptionist that you wave to, Siliqui, no- notices you and sort of like has a little acknowledgement and sends a sends an attendant off down one of the corridors to the left and right of the uh, receptionist desk. After a little while, about about ten minutes or so, um, they they come back and they 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 once again they sort of they they announce to the room but they they are looking towards you they say um, they say uh, Mr Silverlight Mr Silverlight is here uh, Prince Akene is uh, willing to see you now oh, thank you very much um, yes uh, which way is it follow me sir thank you she uh, she starts to starts to show you guys down through one of the corridors, and you see a number of doors leading off of this corridor that are clearly uh, different merchant princes. Each of them has a little sort of plaque on it saying which of the merchant princes uh, each office belongs to. And eventually, she leads you to the office of Ekene and sort of gestures to the door. She knocks politely, and then after a called, come in, she gestures for you guys to head in. 
So, uh, because we, we'll corral them yeah. and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll everyone in. As you open the door and you all corral in, the room is probably a little bit bigger than maybe you were expecting for an office. It's actually quite a quite a sort of almost opulent room. It has a uh, has a desk and you can see a Kene is stood there behind it, but it's got quite a few seats um, actually arrayed in front of it where you could potentially sit. Not all straight back chairs. There is, in fact, in one corner, there is also a chaise lounge. And the walls of the room are set up with a couple of bone and leather sort of shields with uh, crossed yikawas underneath. Intimating at uh, Akene's past as a gladiator, they were her favourite weapons. But Akene is not alone. A young man is stood at her side who you would all, apart from you, Taban, would recognise... Well, actually, no, Taban, you would recognise him as well. Uh, you'd recognise him as the son of Akene, Tiriki, the dino rider, is stood there. And they, they, both, they both sort of look expectantly at you, at you all. Though Kenne does seem to be looking a little more expectantly towards the currently drunk tabaxi. Um, that uh, I don't know. Do you shuffle into the room, Sean, or what do you what do you reckon? How do you how do you sort of present yourself as you go into the room? So I so I'd be I would be walking with sort of almost a a slightly bent back. Mm. Um, for anybody out in the world who has ever had a little bit of paunch on them, you know that sort <laughs> of laid back. Yeah. A bit like a pre- full pregnant lady where they've got the kind of... Kind of, back. kind of, but yeah, 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 not to the ultimate extent of that. But, you know, you've got a bit of weight on. You need to take, take mm. it on your spine a little bit. He's got that sort of entrance as he walks in and he's mm. looking around, actually genuinely interested. And when he sees the uplaws on the, on the, on the wall as well, he, he sort of points and goes, <laughs> and sort of looks down at his own in his hand mm. and, and then carries on. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Kenne sort of greets you and says, Good afternoon to you all. I see you have been successful in the mission I asked you to do. You brought me to ban. That's very good. <laughs> yes, we um, we have um, brought you uh, to ban, but um, we did want to speak to you, actually, about what you intend to do with him. Or, or I am to ban. You, you are to ban, that's right. Kenne <laughs> turns to Taban as you as you say that. It's just sort of like a little bit surprised and takes a little look and you see she sort of leans forward slightly. Uh, I see. Did you mean to get him drunk off his ass before you brought him to me? Well, we did come to see you straight away, but you were too busy. Um, and then we had to do something to kill the next three hours um, <laughs> where there wasn't going to be she a problem with everybody. She raises her eyebrows so... at your use of the words too busy sorry i don't mean to insult you it meant well, you had things to do and we you were um, otherwise occupied we had to somehow, my dear Akene. Yes. obviously we we and we had to keep him busy and that seemed the easiest way to keep everybody entertained i see we are not in control of the man but obviously we are here with him as we have <laughs> promised what has happened to kalahu unfortunately <laughs> she fell she fell. You mean she does this a lot. She means no, she's dead? No, no, she fell over. Uh, she's back in hospital again. It's fine, I'm sure she'll be fixed up right as rain. I see. Yeah, she should be fixed quite soon. She did hurt her leg again. She's very much drama queen, Kalahu. Gets knocked down, doesn't get back up on her own. I do, I get knocked down, I, I get see. back up again. I have a vodka drink, I have a whiskey drink. Yeah. <laughs> Because no one's ever going to keep you down. No. <laughs> I see. Well, did you at least get paid by Kalahu for your troubles? Uh, y- yes, we did, I believe. Did we get, yeah, we did, didn't we? Because she, wasn't it to do with the chair? Right, she's a good lass that way. Oh, that is at least good. 
And so Taban, and this time she turns and directs her attention to you, Taban. She says, I hope you have learnt your lesson. Um, is lesson that every time Taban bets, he gets to beat up people too, because this is lesson Taban has learnt. No, Taban. Uh, you didn't pay for your bet. A bet you made against paid, my son. I paid. I paid for bet. You have now. But you did not yes. pay when you first were told of uh, your loss. I said you had to wait. I'm always good for it to ban his man of word. And yet, why weren't you this time? I pay. Do you not have money? It's not a question of money. It is a question of honor, Taban. Uh, something that, from what I've heard of you, you are supposed to have. I had outstanding bets. I had to pay. I had to weigh up a reasonable risk. And this, for me, was best way. I apologize to the prince. Taban does not mean to shed honor in any way. Taban means to pay every time, but in this case, Taban has to survive too. Ikene doesn't doesn't change her face. Uh, her facial features stay quite the same, quite sort of rigid and solid. And she places her hand on the desk and stands up and comes round the desk towards you, Taban. And she holds out her hand, indicating towards your Yikawa sort of looks down at it for a moment and then almost resigned to giving it over sort of places it in her hat I'm confused by the way is is, is it a girl or a guy and are they just everybody it, called princes everybody is called everybody is called prince <laughs> and she is a woman yeah cool sorry yeah. I found that Really, really difficult to understand without context. Sorry, sorry. We had to we had to work that out before, yeah. <laughs> bear in mind, yeah, bear in mind, guys, I don't listen to this podcast. I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, at least you just make it up it. as we go along. Uh, okay. Yep. Um, That's all right. You're doing it fabulously so far. Yeah, I sort of hand, hand it over and, and say, um, I had to risk your wrath before I risk it from the center rim. She takes the uh, yukawa. She, she looks at it for a second, turns it in her hand, swings it slightly, and as she's as she's swinging it, even in your drunk state, Taban, you can you can tell that this is again this is this type of weapon is something she has always used. You know, even even though this weapon is yours, not hers. In her hands, you can see it's just it's familiar. It's like a it's an extension of her arm, even though she's just testing it. And she sort of she brings it back. And she looks at it and just says, it's like, this is a fine weapon. And Taban, I have seen you use it very well, many times in the Colosseum. Almost as well as I have. She turns it, hands you back the blunt side, not the not the blade, and says, apology accepted. Zentarim are dangerous in their own right. And I've long wondered whether we should really have allied ourselves with such people but that is not for me to decide right now and here right now you have apologized and in my eyes you have regained your honor and I must say I enjoy watching you in the Colosseum Taban Taban champion it's good to see someone 
It is good to see someone with so much skill entertaining the people of Portney and Zara. Thank you all, and this time she sort of looks up and addresses the rest of you and says, Thank you for helping resolve this, however small slight, on my son's honour and mine. And you did so most professionally. Well, and she looks at she looks at Utaban and she looks at, uh, at, at Rana, who I'm not sure what Rana is doing off in the corner. Rana, what are you doing off in the corner? <laughs> it's probably on a chair somewhere. <laughs> I think Rana's mostly been... I think Rana's mostly been sort of half listening to the conversation and half staring sort of blurrily into space, um, looking vaguely irritated and forlorn. And remind me, Rana, has Akene met you? Yeah. Yeah. She has. Yeah. She... yeah. Because I remember you were Steve the first when, time. When we went to the yeah. Coliseum, he was a monkey. I was, I was Steve the first time. Yeah, but then the second time we thought it was safe. So to I was, I was at the, um, I was at the ground where we saw Big Honker. Um, okay. So I was impressed by Big yeah. Honker because he was big. Are you okay over there, Sean? It's just, it, it's just, is this a game to make you say innuendo? Yeah, like Golden yeah. Throne and Big Honker. Is yeah. that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're not just we're not ready to say shitter and big penis. We're not happy to say that. No. We we have to go no, in the no. information. Plot twist. Big Honker is a thirty five foot tall goose. Canada goose. <laughs> that, With a saddle. I've never heard of something yeah. so terrifying in my life. Uh, anyway, anyway that happens, I mean, to you, have, um, it, happens to have breasts. Yeah. Anyway, what? Yeah, he's just been plotting anyway. to make him look like a. Uh, so she looks at you and she looks at you two and says, "Well, mostly professional." And she goes back and sits behind her desk and says, "Very well, you have proven to me as a group that you are trustworthy. I have asked you to bring to band before me, and you have done so without knowing what exactly I wanted from him. This is good. This is positive. Improves our relationship." I understand now, and I believe that you are being honest in the plight of the Order of the Gauntlet. They are truly so desperate, and they need our help so, so much. Yes. I see. Uh, absolutely. They are in dire, uh, dire need of help. They are they're really struggling. I pretty much. They're on a, they're on a road to nowhere. They're, it's so thirsty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. This is what it's like. <laughs> anyway, is what you're saying and says then, so... I understand. We are going to be having a meeting soon. Uh, us merchant princes to decide what, if anything, we will we will do to help the Order of the Gorm. It's my understanding that a supply of weapons, of ammunition for their archers, and better equipment for their soldiers would be of use to them. You think? It certainly would, yes. Hmm. Aye, definitely. Well, that is all well and good. Then I shall consider with greater attention your idea of helping the Order. Before I dismiss you now, there is another matter I wish to discuss with you. All of you. Taban included, if you are of, uh, of a willing mind to prove yourself again, Taban. I am definitely of some kind of mind. <laughs> I assume all of you sort of nod your assent at her asking if you would help? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. She turns to her son, uh, Tyrki, and says, Go on. Tyrki looks to you and just says, It's come to my attention recently that there is a rumour of possible foul play. The worst kind of play. Indeed, <laughs> sir. 
There is, in the next coming days, a dinosaur race, as I'm sure you are aware. At this dino race, I myself will be competing in the Unchained event, the big event of the day. And an anonymous tipper has reached me to say that my biggest rival in the championship, Eliza. Eliza. Bear with me while I just get the notes up. Do little. Uh, not do little, no. <laughs> do a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eliza Hamilton. A weird crossover. Eliza <laughs> Mus- Eliza Mustel, who's my rival in these races, will be cheating in order to win the Unchained event. Now, normally, an accusation of cheating wouldn't go amiss. People are constantly trying to undermine one another with whispers and rumours, of course. But, recently, in fact yesterday, Eliza's backer, Ifan Talroa, one of the other merchant princes, ah, Ifan. Mm-hmm. has placed an enormous bet on her winning the weekend's race. This is quite mm. unusual for a couple of reasons. The first being such the size of the bet. Ifan is known for thinking that betting is a fool's pastime, and therefore if he ever does bet, he is quite reserved and quite small in the way he bets. He never bets big, so this is a first for him. It adds perhaps a little credence to the idea that perhaps (laughs) Eliza is going to be trying to bet, and perhaps Ifan has something to do with it. Now, my mother here, and myself, can't openly investigate without uh, without being called cowards or being accused of some form of treachery. However, yeah. the five of you could make inquiries at your leisure, discreetly of course, and could perhaps find the truth of the matter. Perhaps resolve it. I am all for Eliza beating me fairly. I have no problem with that, though of course she won't in any fair game. But I will not have my honor slighted by a cheater. What say you? Will you help us? Well, my dear Tyrick, um, I, I think you know us as being the most subtle of investigators. <laughs> we have already managed to uh, do some good for you and your family. I think that we are all in agreement that we would be happy to do some more. I am Taban. <laughs> I think that's a yes. Zippy <laughs> okay. turns around and looks at uh, looks at Siliqui and uh, sort of waggles his eyebrows in a way that means, uh, do we ask what's in it for us? <laughs> One question. How much does Taban get paid for thing? <laughs> Attempt this task. It's a potentially dangerous task, if possible. Uh, without some form of compensation, we would be willing to give you 600 gold pieces for the job. Each. <laughs> Not each. Together. 600 gold pieces. Mm. What do you think is worth it or not? It's better than a kick in the pants. I've heard this. The thing is, is um, we are trying to find the cause of the death curse and put a stop to it. Now, um, yes. any help we can get with transportation. I know you, you um, deal in canoes, um, but if you know anyone who you may be able to help us with um, getting a ship, for example, whether it's you 
helping us directly or you speaking to somebody else if you're able to um, put your influence on them to get them to give us a better deal or something. Um, Maybe you could strap five of your canoes together to make bigger boat for us to go I, on. I actually thought about that at one point, <laughs> but they laughed at me. <laughs> genius idea. <laughs> I think you two should team up. So Kenny has, so Kenny has said that... Uh, she offered me like two canoes and said I can buy a third canoe if I wanted a third one, which I didn't want at the time. Uh, for ten percent off or something, but it was, <laughs> so I gained nothing really. I'd have to spend more to get a discount. <laughs> yeah, because again, because she's a merchant prince, she makes her money selling things. Funnily yeah. enough, um, yeah. so Akane, as you have done a good deed for her and are considering doing another good deed for her, um, if you are successful in outing any cheating that is happening in the Dino races she would be willing to offer you a discount on uh, canoes and in fact across all her wares in fact uh, which includes weapons and armor that she has available mm-hmm. she would be willing to offer you a discount of 20 percent on her wares to buy after you had helped out with uh, with this particular favor this next thing yeah yeah this next thing because essentially you've kind of you've gained her trust now you gain mm-hmm. her approval you know, this is something that she really she wants she wants done. It's a little bit more risky, and yeah, she will be willing to trade with you at a discount. As for in terms of a ship, the only thing that she can really tell you is that is she can repeat what you already know is that there is a ship in the harbor called the Brazen Pegasus, which is available for hire. It, however, is an individual ship with its own captain. And it's not beholden to the merchant princes. Is that the one that's captained by um, Captain Dark and Thingy? Captain Swift and Dark. That's the one. Swift and Dark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Worst yeah. name ever. I'm pretty sure I've drank a rum called that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Captain uh, the Pegasus, wasn't it? With Captain yeah. Swift and Dark. The brazen, the brazen Pegasus. Yes. Are these straight out of the Tomb of Annihilation book? By the way, all most of, of these? them are. Yes. Man, could they not do anything more corny? Or was that the limit that they were happy <laughs> to go to? I don't know. These are like some most most of the most of the names that you that you ask me out of the out of random. I do just pull out of my ass. But most of the yeah, that's why we get Barry every now yeah, and again. No, Barry, I'm <laughs> down with Gary. Yeah, Barry. Barry's yeah. great. Don't but I don't give me no like, enchanted dragon. I quite dragons. like the random that, that Greg comes up with compared to okay. that. Okay, the enchanted dragon was another one that I pulled out of my ass. That wasn't that was. Was it enchanted dinosaur? Enchanted, enchanted dinosaur. Enchanted dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, so that's your fault. That was my fault. Oh, yeah, I, I see. pulled that out of my uh, ass. It's just a random generic tavern. Yeah, name. but then you've got the giggling squid. The giggling you've got the squid. painted rose. Yep, painted. Yeah, painted rose was another one I pulled out of my ass. It isn't a whole Is the house. giggling squid? Is the giggling squid from? Monkey Island. No, it's from Tunbridge Wells. Not that I'm aware of. Me. Not, not that I'm aware of. And it's a Thai takeaway. <laughs> what was the, what was the bar? Oh, yeah, there is a giggling squid. In- yeah, you're right. That's yeah. what it is. It's Tunbridge Wells fucking takeaway. Yeah. Giggling squid. <laughs> I thought it was a brilliant name for a seaside. It's one in Seven Oaks as well. So is it Thai food, giggling squid? Yep. What is it? Yeah, it's really yeah, nice Thai, Thai food. food. Yeah. It's a chain. It's yeah, a chain of restaurants. While you're, while you're, That's while you're poking holes in my improvisation. Um. Hey, no, you are an awesome DM, Greg. We love you. You are doing a fantastic job. Keep doing your thing. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, in in regards to that, yes, uh, Akene 
says in in terms of her putting pressure on somebody to give you transport she says she can see what she can do but she does reiterate that yeah the brazen pegasus is not a portly and zara ship in the sense it's not owned by a merchant prince so it's not like a particular merchant yep. prince can help you with getting on board you have to go di directly to the captain and deal with them are there any other questions from the rest of you regarding the side quest that they've just offered you Yes, uh, I'd actually like to ask, uh, do you have any particular starting points for this at all? Uh, is anybody we should be talking with? Uh, mm. Any haunts that uh, we should be frequenting just to see what the the skin is on this uh, this Eliza muscle? Muscle. Muscle. Would you like a spelling? Muscle. Must we? I mean, sure. it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no, I won't. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, please. So it is uh, E L I Z A M. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, everyone knew Eliza. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was not the issue. <laughs> M U S T A L. T A L. T A L. Okay. One of the great things about making a character who's fundamentally a bit stupid, really, is you can be the, you can ask the stupid questions. You don't questions. have to take notes. You don't have <laughs> yeah. to take notes. Oh, well, yes. yeah, so, yeah. You just remember what you remember. Who started playing? Who started playing a character called Blix? I, mate, I remember yeah. you made way more notes than anybody I've ever met. Yeah, yeah. but there's a feat um, called. Uh, is it part? It's keen mind. Keen mind. It? Keen um, mind. You yeah, remember I mean, everything. It, yeah, but that's. Do you know what? I, I want to call this detail. out. I want to call this out as somebody who has DM'd before. Keen mind is a bullshit feat because it yeah, puts it all of the work back on the DM, and I don't like it at all. It's bullshit. <laughs> but it is useful for you to know where North is if you've got a navigator with you who was taken on with you yeah, and gets but you lost. When somebody goes, I've got keen. I've got keen mind. What did that guy say three weeks ago to me in yeah, that bar? I don't know. What did I hear? What did I hear? I made it up. What did, what did yeah. I hear two people whispering about that I uh, that I, you didn't even tell me about in the bar three yeah. weeks ago? I yeah. Said, you bastard. It's even worse than lucky. Yeah. So yeah. I would I would ban if anybody if anybody tries to take keen mind in my campaign. I'm going to say no. Just out of, just out of curiosity, I'd like to have Keen Mind as one of my new characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, your next character will be dead soon too. You can choose a whole new one before. <laughs> so you've just been uh, given this uh, given the side quest by uh, Kenne's son. Um, I think you've all pretty much uh, agreed that you will do it. I think. Is there any other questions you want to ask of them just now? I would say to ban to ban seemed a little bit too inebriated to know what the fuck was going on seemed to be just going with the crowd fair enough fair enough oh that was it you asked me um you asked me where you would sort of start with the with your investigations yes oh yes anywhere in particular Turek says um well first place uh, naturally that i would start is perhaps having a look in the dino dens uh to check out whether or not i've any... just been there <laughs> yes. Uh, Don't you let's know. turn back time. <laughs> could be a could be a good place to start is to perhaps speak to the handlers of Eliza's mount. Uh, they would perhaps Ooh. they would perhaps know if anything had a been, stable boy. Perhaps if anything had been, they are with their dinosaurs uh, almost day and night in most cases, and they would know if anything had been changed. What's the name of her dinosaur? 
the name of her dinosaur. That was the bit that I was I just decided I wasn't going to bother trying to look up. But thank you for asking. I think it is called Dino. Uh, Dino, right? <laughs> that's that's the name, Dino. <laughs> they're pretty much all Dino, aren't they? Dino, Dino two, Dino three. Uh, I know Dino they're four. all called Dino, but Dino was three, Dino. Dino Ferrari, Dino Dino De Laurentiis. Um, <laughs> Rana says I had a pet called Barney. You had a pet called Barney? Wasn't he purple? Yes. He sounds very friendly. He was. Her ride, her ride is known as Bone Cruncher. Oh shit! Ah, oh, sweet. That's a sick name. <laughs> it's a bit more sick than Big Tonker. Better than Enchanted Dinosaur, for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Are you glad you invited me along to take part now, Greg? Is that what you're saying? So glad you're taking part in this, uh, Sean. What what are some of the other dinosaurs, the other steeds called Massive Norks? (laughs) Norks. Um, Huge, huge gam. This one's called, uh, uh, I think it's Dead Heat in a Zeppelin Race. That's what this one's called. It's so fucking stupid. Christ. Uh, oh, this is so stupid. You should see the rest of the names, to be honest. Yeah. That one's just called Bristols. <laughs> that one's just called Tits. <laughs> Classic. That one over there. You see the you, you see the wee one. The one that looks a bit thoughtful. That one's called Fangs for the Memories. <laughs> Christ alive. Uh, why do I play with you guys again? We love you, Greg. That's why. Know. Because uh, we love you, man. Because you're a beautiful oh, man who, who appreciates beautiful personalities. It is. You're the it's master the weird, of stories. It's the, weird, it's the weird silly things that you guys do. What? Okay. Don't know what you mean. We're really normal. Just to be clear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are, what are the age groups here? Because I get a distinct, like understanding in certain age groups across some of the references that are thrown out <laughs> so nick you're you're relatively near my age right uh, i think we're a bit older than you yeah yeah a little bit but you know i had a paper round of baghdad so i always I look think I'm older legitimately than i'm the youngest was. one here how old are you Craig? i am 26 do you remember? Do you remember your twenties, boys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember them? Just, they were good, weren't they? Just about. I didn't waste them online playing a stupid game. <laughs> I was I was drunk for most of the nineties, so not really. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I spent a fair chunk of my twenties getting punched in the face repeatedly, so I, I don't remember much of it. Mine's going significantly better. Oh, really? Were you a boxer or just incredibly f- like friendly? Unlucky. I spent six years doing kung fu, and we did a lot of full contact sparring. And I spent a lot of it getting—I I spent a lot of time getting punched in the face and forgetting. He, he wasn't lying; he, d- he did genuinely get punched in the face a lot. <laughs> no, I believe you. What <laughs> style of kung fu were you generally predisposed to? Predisposed, yeah. You were, you, you were right. Wing Chun. That. That's not the mm. Bruce Lee one, is it? It is. Well, it's it's what Bruce Lee did before. It's what he, he was taught, but not the one he invented, right? He invented Jeet Kune Do, which is so you, so you're Ip Wing Chun Man. with boxing right. and uh, fencing footwork, basically. So you're, you're Ip Man, then? Not anymore. I've forgotten most of it. But I remember a few tricks. I'm going to think of you as Ip Man from now on. I, I, actually, quite, I actually quite like Ip Man. It's quite a good, uh, quite a good Have you seen films. all of them? Like, uh, isn't there a new yes. one? Yes. Isn't there a brand new one that came out this there year? Was Ip, there was Ip Man 4. Yeah. There was Ip Man 4, which I think was... 
the, the yeah, which I watched. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Greg, a couple of months ago. <laughs> this is important. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I really like was the uh, was the kickboxing one in. Um, oh, uh, I can't remember. Um, okay, right, should we continue with the story? Yeah, go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Can I just say the film I was trying to think of was a film called On Back. Oh, On Back. Oh, yeah, is on Back. back. Yeah, but that's it's, that's not. Oh, okay, let's not get into it. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Greg, go, 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 go. So, it was Thai boxing, not kung, not kung fu, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, Cherokee outlines that yes, uh, bone uh, bone crunchers um, handlers are probably a good place to start. Failing that, you could also maybe try and track down Eliza herself. Um, she can be found in the western portion of the city, um, probably around. She doesn't. Uh, he's not sure exactly where she lives, but she would have a house somewhere in the city. And you sort of, if you went around, you'd probably be able to find her somewhere. Maybe if she's not, if she's not training with uh, with her dino, she would probably be somewhere in a pub. Do you know what she looks like? Uh, he does know what she looks like. I, however, have no idea what she looks like because I haven't made her up yet. Um, so <laughs> he can give you a description of what she looks like. Um, so what so do we need to do, to though, if we, if we find her in that way? Are we just talking to her? Are we... Something we need to discuss. Well, mm. what you have to... So what uh, Turkus asks you to do is to be discreet about it. What he wants you to do is to work out if there is cheating, but to do it in such a way that it doesn't seem like you have been asked by Akene and Turk mm. to do it, because he, they we don't want to... We kill her and we hide the body. I think that's one way to do it. <laughs> um... <laughs> He also says that as uh, Ifan is the one that is backing Eliza and is the one that's made the oddly oddly shady move of putting such a large bet on her, that perhaps even asking Ifan, maybe you know, trying to maybe trying to learn something from Ifan or maybe one of his attendants might potentially um, produce something. But he does warn you that Ifan is notoriously uh, paranoid, and so will we'll yeah. likely will likely sniff out an attempt to wheedle information out of him. But these are the those are the sort of options that Tyrick offers as ways of ways to start an investigation. The Dino race he tells okay. you will be in two days' time. Um, so if you want to, you may you are of course welcome to uh, either either watch or if you really would like to and happen to have your own dinosaur, you may participate. Of course, but, uh, but uh, he says that at that point, if you can let him know if you have found anything or not, he would greatly appreciate it. Um, what's, can I ask, what size of dinosaur are they um, in the different races that's going on? I don't know if you've heard of challenge rating, <laughs> but imagine if they were under challenge rating. What kind of size of dinosaur? She wants to know how ferocious size? they are. Yes. <laughs> are they very ferocious? So, Do they so, live on a mountain? So, the dino races, there are three races in a day. Um, the first mm-hmm. two are... Uh, what what's known as the chained races. One is for two-legged beasts, so that is things like raptors. They are generally like small they are yeah like small raptors. So they are like hadrosauruses, hadrosauruses, and dino uh, dinon dinonchuses. Are you sure? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> these goddamn words. Dinonychus. He definitely was. He did not commit to that at all. He was like, Dino. Yeah. Cool. Toby, do you know what they're called at all? Yeah, come on, Toby. You're up next. What are they called? Dinonychus. What he said. You down with that, Greg? Yeah, I'm down with that. Was that one of the dinosaurs that you were before? 
Yes, it's, it's basically yeah. it's basically, it's basically a, a large velociraptor. velociraptor. Yeah, yeah, the one that kicked the shit out of the zombies. Then the yes. four-legged race, the four-legged race is usually uh, dominated by ankylosauruses and triceratopses, mm-hmm. uh, but you also get dimetrodon, uh, dimetrodons, dimetrodons, dimetrodons. That's it. Am uh, I supposed to know that. all of these, by the way? Because I've never heard of these I know what they are from dinosaurs. Jurassic Park. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I get it once I see Good. a picture of them. Um, Ankylosauruses are the ones that have got like a bowl-type hard head. Yeah. Mm. I remember that one that goes like this. <laughs> yeah, that's like from the early Jurassic Park. Remember that one? They're, they're, really, they're really small, though. Uh, uh, Ankylosaurus have a big I mean, club tail ones, thing. Um, Dimetrodons have the big sail on their back. Oh yeah, um, like a, and, uh, almost like triceratops. A tri- triceratops are like unicorns, but with a three horns. Yeah, but angry. But I know what a triceratops uh, is. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> like I know the <laughs> basics. I know the triceratops. I know. I know. You know, Velociraptor, Tyrannosaurus Rex, yeah. and you know, Diplodocus. I don't care how you say it. Diplodocus, I, so, not Diplodocus. I, I know somebody who isn't quite two yet, and I had to explain things, so it's fine. Mm. <laughs> and then the last race is yeah. the unchained race, which is what uh, Tyrek takes well, part in, and yeah. that is. That is a no-holds-barred uh, race where the dinosaurs are literally, they're unmuzzled and anything can take part in that particular race. Hey, Toby, any chance you could get a louder keyboard at all? Toby, any chance you could get a louder <laughs> keyboard? Just a little bit louder. Have you not Have you not seen my keyboard? If Might you can't you? turn it up, is it a typewriter? One. Are you just it's... writing on a typewriter? <laughs> I, will, I, I will show you exactly what it is. Are you ready for this? That is. Are you powerful. trying to be ironic, or did you genuinely run out? Are you? Are you're not being that guy, are you, Toby? Don't no, be that this, guy. This this keyboard is. It was a design from the early 1980s, specifically designed for touch typists who have to type for a huge amount to be comfortable and accurate. And it's so successful; it's the most ergonomically perfect keyboard ever made. So much so that the exact design, bar them adding a USB cable instead of the old SCART or whatever it was before. It's exactly the same as it was in the early 1980s. And I got it like 15 years ago when I was at uni. But nothing will ever beat so the TF5, man. Nothing will ever beat the TF5. <laughs> and if you go back to the TF5 so and look at the way that off. that was manufactured keyboard right off. from... TF5 was of was the things I expected to be discussed this evening. This was not one of them. <laughs> no such thing as no such thing as a TF5. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Again, this just speaks to my ability to talk shit for a long time. This keyboard, astonishingly, is about is was about seventy pounds with forty pounds to have it imported from the US. But that was nearly fifteen years ago, and it still works perfectly. I was going to say it cost seven. It cost seven. It cost seventy pounds about uh, fifteen to twenty years ago when it was first made as well you know yeah well, uh, uh, super it's uh, now but it's, it's wait well, are we keyboard. playing a game or something yeah we were what are we doing all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right we were. Yeah. Well, you guys so, um, got in with your, with your hey when are we gonna fight something <laughs> no no that, no you gotta you gotta you gotta wait a long time before we'll get to another fight again right yeah. is, is rana is rana still quite drunk yes Rana, this is, okay. this is taking place. This is taking place. All of this is taking place over the course of yeah. five minutes. Yeah, it's been the longest <laughs> um, five minutes of my life. I've got yeah. to be honest. Okay, so the only person that's sober sober is Percival with me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, Siliqui is going to slightly sort of elbow, uh, like tap um, Percival and say, Percival, I do have an idea. If I talk to you after uh, we finish this, when we go off, I, okay. um, I do have an idea. Don't so, worry. I will okay. talk after this meeting. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking uh, of that, though, how, if you've got, if you guys haven't got any other questions, though, that is kind of the meeting over. Yeah, so, no, that's yeah, it. If that's unless there's anything yeah. else any of you do actually want to ask them. Um, oh, actually, I, I have got a question yep. like, to help you. If we needed to um, sort of sidle ourselves into the race, to the races in any way, do they do any kind of checks on the dinosaurs? <laughs> yes, they do. They do. Uh, what kind of they, checks do they do? Uh, they use detect magic and detect thoughts to try and uh, detect whether or not a any dinosaur is uh, has in some way been magically uh, magically assisted or the riders have been assisted in their handling. Uh, or to determine whether or not any uh, dinosaurs are not, in fact, dinosaurs. Uh, so, talking to Mr. DM, are there yes. any dinosaurs within those that they would go, oh, well, this is actually a smart dinosaur. They may have thoughts. Probably not. Dinosaurs <laughs> are pretty dumb. Detect thoughts is used to, to work out if somebody is wild-shaped. Because I know that's what yeah. you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Rana can just completely empty his mind. It's yeah, it's fine. not impossible to it's not impossible to fool, but it is a check that they would do specifically for that reason. What we do is we get Rana really, really drunk, then he changes into a dinosaur. Are you saying this in front of a Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> who's just who's just talked about how they don't like cheating? No, but a Kenny, a Kenny, right? Uh, so um, yeah, but we're not cheating to win. We're cheating. We're cheating to, to help. help her. Yeah. Uh, so and, a Kenny. And, no, I'm not saying it. I'm not. I'm not saying it in front of a Kenny. So. I, fi- I figured you weren't, but yeah. And <laughs> um, to help, I mean, we wouldn't be doing it to try and win or to get any money. We wouldn't win or anything like that. But if we needed to um, infiltrate in some way to try and t- find out, like, um, if there is actually any other cheating going on, especially with this um, Eliza and and Ifan, um, we I think the best one of the best ways would be for us to um, infiltrate the um, the races in some way. I do have an idea of how to do that, but is there any way? of us being able to beat, beat the system as such, as in if the dinosaur wasn't actually a dinosaur, but we're only there purely to help to get information for you. Undercover, if you is will. Is there any way you could help us? Yes. Is there any way you could help us um, forego... A bit like a dinosaur cheat, spy. Or cheat the detect thoughts um, side of things. This seems very, very strange conversation to Daban. <laughs> Welcome to the team, Taban. I feel like we should maybe looking. We should be looking for a person who cheats. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, plan can finished. I, can I can tell you that? Um, let's see. Let me just get me. Let me just get this straight again. So you I'm just, just so, asked, so right. exhausted, very, aren't you, in Greg? A very, <laughs> in a very random. This is literally this is every time I sit down to play with these guys. I have been waiting to ride a dinosaur <laughs> for so many months. The number of mental g- gymnastics I have to do every. I don't bother planning for these sessions anymore. There's no point. Philippine, <laughs> been wanting to ride Rana as an animal. Come on, it's been like months. Hey, I've heard. I've heard she's wanted to ride Rana as something else as well. But let's not. Let's not make any assumptions. She sees Rana like his younger brother. It's all a bit weird. Yeah. Greg, do you remember when there was a plot? (laughs) There was. There was a plot somewhere. Isn't there a death curse you guys are meant to be stopping? (laughs) Sure. Okay. Sorry. So, let me get straight. So, you want to ask Akene if you can cheat to help them out? (laughs) Yeah, but not for any financial or gain or anything like that. Purely just to infiltrate. It's an undercover mission. Infiltration. Technically... Technically... There is financial gain because we're getting 600 gold pieces to do it. 
No, no, that's I mean, a different yeah, thing. It's, race, that's nothing. Yeah. We could get 600 gold pieces whether we're in the race or not. That's separate to actually winnings from a race. Can I can tell you mm-hmm. that a discovered cheater, mm-hmm. for one thing, gets disqualified from the races and is often held in debt to those people in Portney and Zaro who have lost bets as a result to their being disqualified, as it is considered to be on their shoulders why said bets have been lost. What if they were kind of like the joke, as in nobody really bet on them because they are so shit that they, they like, I don't be, really know why. Oh. They wouldn't be running. With Portney they and Zara, with the, with the significance of the races, what Akene basically says to you is that it is more than likely, regardless how, how silly, somebody will have made a bet on them. Yeah. Basically, the long and short of it is, if you cheat and get caught, there will be consequences. Mm. Even if you're doing it purely to get, to get it. If you want to cheat... I, as a DM, am not going to stop you. However, you have to bear in mind that there may be consequences if you are caught. We might die and get beaten maybe, <laughs> maybe, Maybe we should go and see some of my friends in the bookies. People who take bets on such races. From there, we can determine if there's been any spurious mm. bets yeah, it sounds like a outside of the norm sounds like an excellent idea to man i know i'm really starting to sober up right <laughs> well, now in that, in that <laughs> case um i have another idea i will, to, I will just sort of interject for- here in that in that while while it is a good idea to go and see where those spurious bets are coming from they do also know of a spurious bet that's already been made yeah. The backer has made an enormous bet which has caused them to be suspicious of what's going on in the first place just, just in, uh, yeah, that we, in there. So yeah, know I wouldn't, know, th- you, I wouldn't yeah. know that. Taban, you wouldn't know that because you've probably already forgotten right. that that was mentioned. So that's fair enough that you mentioned <laughs> that. But for the rest of you, just wow. to remind you, <laughs> that happened literally two minutes You're ago. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're welcome for that plot nudge. You're welcome for that, guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Rana, I, I'm wondering whether it might be worth, if we can't infiltrate Nereses to help, um, because, you know, we might be stoned to death or some shit, and... Um, I'm wondering, um, does Ifan, I know he works with, um, with all the different animals and things. Um, does he at all teach, um, things like, um, new riders to ride dinosaurs and stuff like that? Ifan is responsible for selling the dinosaurs. The teaching is, yeah. is under his remit as well. Um, you could certainly purchase a dinosaur from him. Do you know who trained her, who her trainer is? Mr. Somebody that works at Place. <laughs> ah. I know him. Well, uh, yeah. I have met this man Mr. before. Mr. Somebody who works at Place, um, would it be possible if Rana <laughs> did change into a small dinosaur, for example, and me and Rana went up to actually talk about potential... Well, Rana obviously won't talk because he'd be a dinosaur, but um, about the potential of training me to ride a dinosaur and then see if we can find out any information if Eliza... What? goes to train there before the race or anything. Uh, isn't there too many parts to this puzzle? It's I like, don't know. Why I'm do just you need to, to make Rana can... a dinosaur? I don't understand, Silicon. it's cool, Percival. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I will retcon that slightly because that was me being just exasperated. What Tiriki actually says <laughs> is that he doesn't know who taught, uh, who taught Eliza. If you were to go down to Eliza's dinosaur's handlers, they might know. Mm. That could be worth well. it, chatting to the handler, the dinosaur's handlers. They might have heard shit, might know. So. Yes, well, thank, thank you very much, Tirik. Thank you very much, Kenny. It's uh, a joy, as usual. It's, uh, it's always lovely to see you. Kenny stands to uh, bid you farewell. And thank you once again for helping with the matter 
that you've helped with in regards to Taban and uh, for helping in this in this delicate matter that they now ask you for help with uh, now. No, I see Taban is is a man of his word and uh, he he does actually seem to know what cat. he's doing. So cat, cat of his word. Um, <laughs> Percival, why are you shouting? I'm not shouting. I'm just being me. <laughs> 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 and if I may say, mm-hmm. I uh, am Taban. <laughs> Zibby stands up and goes, I, it's always a pleasure to meet you again, Akane. And you, Tillich. They bow to you and uh, you can hear uh, Akane sort of uh, looks to you, Siliqui, and with a glance at Taban just says, make sure he gets a good rest, I think. He's clearly out of it. I think they all need it. Aye, a nice, a nice long rest before we start anything new. I think. <laughs> With that, um, you head on out into the foyer, the corridor that leads back to the reception hall. I, I hesitate to ask, what <laughs> will you do next? Are you going to head back to the giggling squid? Um, or are you going to head anywhere else in the city just now? Well, what's next on the docket, chaps? I think the giggling squid might be a very good plan. I don't have a room at the giggling squid, though, right? I'm I'm staying you at the enchanted not. dragon. Yeah, you are yeah. staying at the enchanted dinosaur. dinosaur. She can so. come and stay um, there, though. We've um, is, we've they've usually got rooms at the um, giggling squid, haven't they? That it's um, we've had people. They will do. Well, all my stuffs, <laughs> all my stuffs there, man. All my stuffs at the the. Come have a drink with us, squid, and then uh, go and and pick up your stuff later, perhaps. I like to drink. We drink further, friends. All right, then. Back to the giggling squid it is. You make your way back across the city and head back to your your familiar haunt, the giggling squid. Before Siliqui goes there, yep. she's um, actually going to go and see Wakanga. Uh, speak to Wakanga. You want to go see Wakanga? Mm-hmm. Unexpected, but okay. She going to get laid? No. All right. <laughs> so, the rest of you, uh, I assume you're... Uh, the rest of you are just going to head back to the Giggling Squid, leave her to it. Yeah, can do. We don't want to watch, no. Uh, Percival, are you going to um, are you going to be able Fair to nice. handle these one, all of these on your own if I quickly go and speak well, to Wakanda? What I'll do, I'll tie a rope to each one and between each <laughs> other, and then I'll just kind of, I don't know, I'll, I'll leash them along. I'm sure it'll be fine. Like reins. So it's sort of. <laughs> Percy, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sober. It's these two it's wasters what... that are still pissed. <laughs> Actually, he's not that bad, is he? If I remember rightly, um, he uh, yeah, Zibi yeah. is actually Zibi did manage to sober up in the time. Uh, it's, yeah, Taban and Taban and Rana, you guys are still fairly drunk. Um, so, uh, while you are taking the two wastrels back, Seliquin. Yep. Wastrels. <laughs> you head, uh, you head over, and you sort of stop off. You sort of you wave them off as they head down the hill of merchants uh, of the merchants' ward, and you stop off at Wakanga's mm-hmm. uh, you are greeted uh, quite familiarly by the by the guards there who have kind of Hello, got Gary. used to you yep. yeah. and, guard one, uh, guard two, generic Gary yep. they <laughs> they actually tell you that uh, Wakanga is not in his villa at the moment he's <gasps> currently at the temple of Severas mm-hmm. so he's just behind you okay, she'll pop there yep. so as you turn around you sort of you head back to the temple of Severas um, and see Gary as you sort of, as you walk on up yeah. Yeah, you see Gary, but hey! you also see um, the merchant prince 
uh, Jessamine mm. uh, heading out, and she's she's currently she has a few retainers around her, so she's not uh, she's not like on her own. You, she can't quite approach right up to her or anything like that. But uh, you can certainly you can sort of like have a wave uh, or sort of like call out to her if you want. Uh, yeah, she'll just oh hello as as she's going by and um, you're right. And she basically uh, so the queen sort of looks at her with a sort of nod, isn't it? You okay? Um, but sort of subtle, not as in a make her put it but. You can't see much of her because she is sort of she's got this veil over her head um, and is Bloody fully yep. fully clothed up, um, <laughs> yeah, full, fully fully clothed, covering up the majority of her body. But what you do see is you sort of as she passes through, you can see through the veil slightly, and you see that on her face, she barely seems to register you there. She looks very very concerned on her face as she mm. as she makes her way out of the Temple of Severas, um, and she and her retainers head off back to her own villa. For yourself, are you still going to head on into uh, the Temple of Severus? Can I speak to Gary? You can indeed speak to Gary. Gary uh, looks My to you. My best buddy her, Gary now. Yeah. Well, looks to you and says, "Hello, hello. How can I? How can I help you?" Hey, Gary. Yeah. Um, I was. Well, I was actually going to see Wakanga. It's like there's something bigger. Um, is is everything okay? How is uh, Grandfather Zatembe? Grandfather Zatembe. Oh, bless him. He's. He's still, I'm afraid, unconscious at the moment, but uh, Wakanga has come to uh, to try and aid as best he can with his own magics. He's trying to trying to see if he can somehow uh, break through whatever whatever has caused this unconsciousness in the grandfather. He's he's just through in the infirmary, but this, uh, beyond that, it's actually uh, it's it's quite a normal day here. Actually, you know, it's. Uh, there's no, nothing, nothing particular to speak of. Businesses has businesses. It keeps on going. I saw Jessamine go past, and there was a look of worry on on her face. I was just um, wondering What's if that? I, I mean, it was hard to see because she did have, you know, a gothy veil. But um, hmm. it, I think it looked like worry. Maybe it was constipation, but I think it was worry. As 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 <laughs> uh, as um. As Gary leans in to, uh, to engage you in this conversation a little more, you, uh, you find Gary himself doesn't actually, doesn't know all that much about, uh, about what, why particular, uh, Jessamine might be concerned, but you get the impression from Gary that he's, he's something of a gossip as, uh, as you talk, just sort of, so just going over <laughs> Me to and Gary, like, well, yeah. you know what, Je- Jessamine, she's, she has actually, she's been in here quite often recently, and that's unusual for Jessamine. She doesn't mm. usually bother with the, uh, with the, with the Templar Sephiroth. How peculiar! I wonder After why. That, it's yeah. mostly, <laughs> mostly inane prattle, but you do manage to pick up that tidbit um, mm-hmm. based on what you've just started talking to them about. Cool, 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 uh, cool. After cool. A, after a little bit of after a little bit of back and forth about you know what he thinks about you know various new fashions coming out in the in the people of Cholt at the mm-hmm. moment in Portney and Zaro, the conversation winds down. And if you would like to go and see uh, Wakanga, you can do. Catch you later, Gary. And then she goes in. Um, don't know what that accent was. So I went all a bit like. Yeah, I don't know where that accent went either. <laughs> anyway, she by goes, the by, yeah, by the by, goes while, Gary, by the by, later, while she's yeah. while she is actually while she is actually having this gossip, um, Zippy and uh, Percival, I'd like an animal handling from you guys. Right. For which one though? Uh, Rana or both of them? Rana is random and and uh, a cat. <laughs> right. Uh, animal handling. Oh, I've got plus three on that actually. Five. Uh, <laughs> incredible. Is that five total? Five. Nineteen. Okay. 
so <laughs> between the two of you, Percival, you are far too engrossed in your own business. You're kind of like you're there. You are you're in charge. Obviously, you are clearly leading the way. But yeah. as a result, you're not really actually paying attention to what's happening behind you, no. <laughs> um, which is Zibby basically uh, like grabbing each of them in turn, just trying to make sure they don't wander off and do something else. Um, and just wander off to do their own thing. And it's, it's, there's, there are a couple of moments, I think, when uh, maybe Taban uh, manages to almost get the better of Zibi and sort of wander off to do his own thing. Um, hey, but that, so, uh, yeah. uh, yes, he does. At the last minute, uh, Zibi manages to catch him and sort of pull him back. Um, um, with, um, hang on, one second. One second. Uh, with uh, oh. Thaumaturgy. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> can I can I make a small red dot appear on the floor? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Distraction technique. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. Taban, can I get a wisdom saving throw from you at disadvantage, please? <laughs> Oof, I rolled really well first. <laughs> oh, I rolled even better second time. What is it a wisdom saving throw? It was a wisdom saving throw, yeah. Plus zero, so it's seventeen. Ooh, seventeen. Good okay, out. you see through what Zibby's trying to do, and you don't. You don't. Uh, uh, unlike before, you are uh, you are able to hold in that instinct to pounce on this uh, this strange <laughs> object. You suddenly realise it's kind of like you're just like, hey, you just conjured that out of nowhere. <laughs> you did it again, tricks. <laughs> I like your tricks, man. I, if you, if you come with me, a I'll show you more tricks. B we can have a drink. It'll be fine. I teach you a song of my people as we walk. <laughs> Come, friend. I put my hand over his shoulder as I walk. I go, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. Itty, meow, meow. I think I've heard this one. Does he, at the end, meow, he go, meow, meow, meow. Does he go, meow, 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 meow. You know it. You see, you sang it before. Ah, it's a good song. This is a reference to something or not, but it's. Hands on each other's shoulders. Rana just tucked under the other arm. Yeah. <laughs> like a strug- like a struggling toddler. Rana, what's what's your what's your thoughts on all of this? Uh, I think throughout this, I think Rana is interested by the idea of what meowing is? music. Um <laughs> and it, it, it reminds him strangely, in a strange way, it's sort of reminiscent of the howler monkeys in the jungle, <laughs> you know, and all the gibbons. You know, and he'd often go to sleep with the sound of, you know, all the monkeys, you know, hooting and hollering and things. Um, so I suspect in a weird way, Rana would quite enjoy it. And Rana sort of mumbles along, um, you know, muttering meow, but he's a bit drunk. So he's muttering meow in goblin, <laughs> um, which is the same as it is in common. I was about to say, how does that, how does that change? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 the the as, it's the same as it is in common. It just sounds a bit ruder. It's a me meow. He puts, he puts meow. The, yeah, he puts the emphasis on the me me in the yeah. meow. Yeah, it's it, it, it's like it, it's and somehow it's more selfish than a cat's meow, yeah. which is the most selfish of yeah. all the sounds. Um, after after the one shot we did, where I attempted to describe the noises that the Ginazi character made, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm not gonna go into this more because I think Greg really had an embolism yeah. after my third description. I think um, yeah yeah. <laughs> I had just this as an aside. We did a, we did like a one shot, and I had a character who spoke primordial, 
So every time he said something, I just tried to basically, because primordial isn't really, it isn't words, it's just sounds. So sounds. I had to try and create like ridiculous sounds. So I was like, it sounds like, a, it sounds like a wet rain blowing through a field of breadsticks. <laughs> oh. I just had to come up oh, with I just ridiculous, it. I get it. like the most, the most, the most ridiculously descriptive and evocative just like how Nonsense how, how, sounds, how, would, how yeah. would wind and water make this sound it sounds like somebody dropping a piglet into a well but the well is filled with honey uh, just you know we all know that also, how would you how would you how would you know that from listening to it as well just uh, anyway it's fine back at the temple of Severus Siliqui uh, you, you head into the infirmary um, which is also kind of familiar from the many times you've been in there mm-hmm. you see on one of the beds uh, Grandfather Zatembe is still lying fairly immobile still clearly out conscious uh, out cold even is what I meant to say uh, and Wakanga is there just sort of like he's, he's having he's having an examination of, uh, of Zatembe sort of like opening opening one eye muttering some words over his body but as far as you can tell, nothing uh, nothing seems to be affecting him. Um, excuse me, Wakango. Is um, am I disturbing if I come over? Ah, Siliqui. Hello. How are you, my dear? Join me. Oh, I thank you. Uh, yeah, and I go the opposite side of um, Grandfather's Atembe and take Grandfather's Atembe's other hand. Are you visiting for any particular reason, or did you just want to see me? Well, that's rather um, assumptive, isn't it? I mean, I. That's the word I was meaning. My my mind, my <laughs> knowledge, my, <laughs> my mind palace just reminded me. The word I was trying to say was presumptuous. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Sorry, go on. Carry on. Carry on. Sorry, I, I, broke the mood, Sean. I just totally Sorry, on the I'll word. flirt with you later. I'm, I'm, enjoying yes, that, I am. I'm enjoying that Wakanga now sounds very a little bit like the guy from um, Ding Dong. It's <laughs> got a little bit of the old. Uh, <laughs> I say, madam. Terry, oh, Terry, I'm not gonna lie. I couldn't. Yes. I couldn't. I couldn't Terry, remember. Hang on. No, 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 no. Let's not diverge. Let's keep not this diverge. going because right. this was awesome. Well, keep Wakanda, going. I um, I was here when um, this happened to grandfather's at Hembe. It was all very dramatic and worrying, and uh, we have been checking on him quite, quite frequently. I am concerned for him. I'm partly here for grandfather's at Hembe to check on his um, current state and how he's doing. Mm. And I did also want to ask you a couple of things, but. That's not as important as me checking on Grandfather Zatembe. Of course. How is Grandfather Zatembe doing, in your opinion? <laughs> of course, you would be, of course, a, a dutiful friend of uh, the Grandfather to check on his state. I'm afraid, as far as I can tell, there's still... Something is keeping him out cold. The vision that you helped him, helped him see in the jungle clearly did something to his mental state. Have you been told what the visions were that, that we saw... I have been told by some of the uh, some of the acolytes who also witnessed the ritual. Uh, I've been told what what transpired in the dream state that you that you entered. It's most miraculous, most strange. Really, it was quite a journey. It really was, but um, it was the 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 eyes at the end that um, seemed to make it all go wrong and seemed to put him in this state. Well, Grandfather Zatembe was the focus of the ritual, the one that was actually causing the visions that you saw the rest of you were aiding him yes and taking part but if any of you had been the focus instead i think this would be the same state that you would be in i'm quite grateful that um 
I don't think we would have been able to handle it the way Grandfather Satembe did. I mean, he's barely alive now, and um, I think you are, I think we you are grateful even... that the grandfather is out cold. No, but I not. think he is That's I, quite harsh. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean that I think he is um, stronger than us. I don't think we would have been in as good a condition as, as Grandfather Satembe is now. I think we would have been much worse off. Perhaps, perhaps. For the time being, he seems to be fighting a fight inside his head. It seems. It's a fight that there is not much magic that we have or others might have that would be able to restore it. And few within short would know how to fight it, I imagine. We, um, we're we trying to get um, yeah, as many of the uh, merchant princes and people we can on side to help, especially because the death curse is so much bigger than all of us. And we need as many people as we can you know, to, to help in any way they can to, to, to fight it. We're trying to help Akene at the moment, to get Akene to help us more as well. And I was wondering, um, as I, I feel I can trust you, um, and we've, we've got a bit closer now, do you know much about Ifan or about, um, like, dino racing and potential cheating and things like that going on? Wakanga um, blinks at the mention of cheating, but uh, otherwise says to you that... Um, all I can tell you of Ifan is that he is a... Uh, He's a greedy man uh, within the city, much more so than I think any of the other merchant princes, with hmm, perhaps they could give him a run for his money. But Ifan, as you already know, is the merchant prince that has the monopoly on animals, especially animal training, and those that are sold in the meat markets are most often Ifans. He is the most uh, prodigious and varied assortment of assets in terms of livestock both kept in Jiriki Anchorage and further deeper in the jungles. Of the dinosaur races, I can I can tell you no more than you would find out from any of the bookies. Generally, I enjoy watching them with the other merchant princes, and I occasionally might make a, a well-reasoned or well-intentioned, uh, at least, bet on, on, on one or two of the dinosaurs. Yes, I can see they are well-intentioned. Let's not talk about what happens when um, when you choose bets. <laughs> My dear, Kanga. are you still sore about your lost bet? She sort of gives me a little smile. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sore. I'm just a little bit disappointed. I, I apologize profusely. Must I apologize more? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I um. <laughs> <laughs> We are trying to help Akene, and basically we, we do have reason to believe that um, Ifan and possibly a lady called Eliza... Eliza... Mustle. Mus- Mustle. 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 <laughs> um, I couldn't read my writing. <laughs> uh, Eliza Mustle, um, she's one of the riders, may well be um, planning on cheating. Um, do you have any suggestions of who we can talk to or to find out more? I mean, you know, to, to get some information to try and stop it happening. That is quite a serious, uh, quite a serious accusation there, Siliqui, I have to say. Cheating is one of the, uh, most frowned upon, if not, if, not the most frowned upon, of course. Cheating is always expected at sporting events, of course. I don't know if 100% of Eliza will be cheating, or if she's being forced to cheat, or if she wants to cheat herself, or what's going on. I don't want to put the poor girl through... Um, a, you know, a horrible circumstance. If it, if it's something she is being forced to do, um, I would like to get to the bottom of it. But um, I don't really know where to start. Basically, we, we do need to find out what we can to try and stop it. Wakanga thinks for a moment, and after a pause, 
Trent says to you. Well, I, I must admit, Soliloquy, I am not sure where precisely I can help you with starting, to be honest. It's not exactly my area of expertise, the dino races. I do aid in the, uh, in the checking of each beast before the races. I am the one that walks the line. Ah, is it you that does the thing to check if they are in fact not dinosaurs? I often use detect magic to work out whether or not there is any magical enchantments that have been placed on either the riders or their or their mounts. Uh-huh. Zindar too is uh, one who is prodigious at wanting to know that fair play is involved and he uses his ability to detect any uh, wild shaping uh, dinosaurs amongst the amongst the lineup. But as for places to start, I would suggest perhaps perhaps Eliza's handlers would be a good place. They know those dinosaurs inside out. Might be a good place to start by questioning them. Discreetly, of course. You wouldn't want to make a scene for yourself. Absolutely. Do you know who the handlers are? I'm afraid, my dear, I do not. It is not my area of, uh, it's not my area of business. Would it be a case of going to the dino dens be, and finding out? That would be, above game, yes, that would be a good idea, Siliquay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wakanga does not know, I'm afraid. Um, but he would suggest, he would suggest starting at the dino dens as you will likely, likely be able to find them there. Another thing I wanted to speak to you about Wakanga is, um... Of course, my I dear. did just notice, I saw Jessamine coming out of here, well, out of the temple, um... And was I might have misread her face because she had the veil on, but um, she did seem worried or, or upset. Is everything okay? Do you know what might be going on? Or it is not my business to pry into uh, into the affairs of my other merchant princes, or at least I attempt not to make it a, a regular habit. To do so with the information you have given me before of her uh, I, I heard quite different with you and, and Jessamine Kanga. I, I heard that um, you knew her quite personally she can she can say what she likes she uh, she she has been uh, <laughs> shall we say uh, aloof with me before but uh, I... I've, I've never paid her much mind of course uh, you can roll me an insight check please I heard that he got in her business <laughs> Oh, why are we shit on these kind of things? Uh, so four, it was shit. I got four and plus five, so nine. Yeah, he just seems to be acting quite aloof. He seems to be honestly denying that uh, he and Jessamine have any sort of history. That <laughs> uh, you might be insinuating okay. there, young lady. Insinuation? Never. He is not sure what uh, Jessamine would be here for, but occasionally the... Uh, Occasionally, the merchant princes do uh, come by to the Templar Severas for advice regarding business. So, for example, if they need to know if there's going to be fair weather for their shipments being exported from the uh, city or whether or not a uh, particular delivery they're expecting or, or import that they're waiting for is going to actually make it on time or be late. Generally mundane stuff. However, he is interested that you think she looked particularly worried as... Uh, Remind me, because I was about to say something there. Um, Wakanga, have you told him about mm. what you know about Jasmine and the Death Curse? So I can't recall. I thought you had, but now I think about it, I'm not entirely sure you have. No, I. No, we know that. Um, that cause obviously her daughter yeah. told us, and we know yeah. about her. I've talked to Wakanga about Siliqui stuff and about the weird thing that happened with the Tembe. Mm-hmm. 
and the uh, Beware the Thunder and all that stuff. Okay. Oh, and we showed him the yep. jug, but um, we haven't talked to him about Jessamine. I don't think we kept that. When you showed him the jug, has he got the jug at the minute, or did you guys take that back? I think he still had it, so yeah. we, I can get it back. Okay. I think he was looking. Uh, I can't remember. But if it's there, I'll take it back. Okay. Uh, you know when when I'll be you know when he collect it because obviously he's at the temple at the moment. So yeah, uh, Wakanga does not know um, and says to you that you know he's not sure why uh, Jessamine would look particularly concerned, but he is interested in that and sort of ponders that for a second and then says, "Well, now, my dear, it is uh, it is getting late. Would you care to join me for a drink at my villa?" What sort of time is it? Uh, it is now, let's think. So you guys beat up uh, Taban in the morning. About midday, you went up to there. Really got pissed. Back to it's there, so, quite yeah. eat late, isn't it? Yeah. It would probably be, yeah, fairly sort of late-ish. Sort of eat, getting on towards evening. Not late evening, but, you know, the sun was probably going down. Yeah, they did get day drunk. They did drunk. get day drunk, yes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Wakanga is basically offering. He, do, he says, "He says to you, would you like to come for a drink? I, I believe I do owe you a alchemical jug back. An alchemical? Or alchemical. Alchemy jug. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Yes. Whatever it's called. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> this is true. I do need to pick it up. The others will be um, wondering where it is. So, um, where's my jug? I, I could come. I could come to yours for for a little bit, but I do need to get back because they are expecting me. We do need to make plans for tomorrow being that tomorrow is the race and we need to um brainstorm what to do to help um Ikeni. we will switch back then as uh, wakanga leads you uh, back to back to his villa uh we will switch back then to uh the dude squad and then the next word is meow 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 <laughs> do you get it this is are you sure are you sure it's yes I think it's I three meows. I've never it's, heard it's this. It's a before. very hard song to get your head around. But it's meow 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 meow. <sighs> I know. You've got away with languages, Zibby. What? <laughs> I I think it goes um meow 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 Sorry, sorry, Greg. What are we doing? What are we doing, Greg? I was mostly waiting for you guys to finish just whatever it was you were doing. Just regards to role play. Is there anything in particular you guys want to do with your evening as the at the Giggling Squid? And um, and Taban, uh, or rather, well, yeah, Taban, what is it that you want to do with your evening? Do you want to get a room at the Giggling Squid, or do you fancy getting a room uh, just going back to the Enchanted Dinosaur in the evening? I think I'm too pissed to consider getting changing a room to another place, so I'd probably crash out in my room. Or if me and... Zibby got more and more pissed. I might crash on the floor in his room. <laughs> just, find, just find this. Just either, find either this. Way would this, be interesting. This large furry cat person curled up at the bottom of the bed. It's like that's it. Yeah. How the hell did you? Yeah. You, you wake <laughs> up, you look down, and you're just like, yeah. let's say that. Let's say that's what happened. I, we got so pissed during you... the evening that I ended up just crashing nice. out at the foot of his bed. Percival. Hold up as tightly as um, possible. <laughs> yes. Percival, 
at uh, <laughs> at uh, yes. at your return to the um, at your return to the giggling squid, and actually Zibby, you would notice this as well because you guys would be sober mm. enough. Um, when you get back, the barkeeper actually not only does he sort of greet you quite warmly, but he also passes you a message from Lyric Deshland. Mm-hmm. You open it up. It's got this quite uh, quite officious, this quite uh, loopy writing in it, which, Percival, you have no trouble re- reading. Zibby, you probably have to look at it and for a few minutes try to work out what the hell is... Is that supposed to be a W? Yeah. <laughs> Am I still yeah. drunk? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what, uh, what it says is that uh, Lerick has been successful in arranging a meeting with the Merchant Princes. In three days' time, he is uh, hoping that at uh, hoping that you will join him in basically petitioning the merchant princes officially to help the Order of the Gauntlet. So this is effectively this is what you guys have currently been working towards. Is you're basically buttering so up the like merchant princes. It's almost like a town princes. hall meeting yeah. of, of sorts. yeah, essentially. It, Leric says that all the all seven of the merchant princes will be in attendance, which is fairly rare to be honest. But that in this instance, it is required as each of the merchant princes individually need to say that they will provide some sort of aid to um, to the order. He tells you that he's, he likes the sound of what you're doing, that he's heard that you guys have been sort of making, making contacts with the merchant princes, and it urges you to continue doing so. And asks that, yes, in three days, you join him at Golden Temple at midday, which is when the uh, meeting will be taking place. Is that three days time, did you say? There's three days time, yes. Cool. So tomorrow is the dino race. Three days. No, no. The dino race is the dino race is in two days. The okay, meeting is in it, three days. Cool. Okay. You spend the evening having your having your having a meal, having a bit of having a bit of a drink. As you stumble them off to bed, who's probably the last person still in the bar? Me and Tabby, I guess. Yeah. Percival's generally quite good at being up last. I mean, last time, the one well, of the yeah. first nights, Percival was. Like he drew on on um, Rana and was still talking to Rana, even though Rana was passed out because Percival was the only person still awake. Uh, I I would He's... say Percival is still knocking about. Yeah. So everyone's awake. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> so everybody is still awake. Yes. Brilliant. Just late into the night, everyone's still there. Okay. I th- I don't think I don't think Taban would have been the last one up either. I, I think he's drank so much by this point and didn't sober up alongside Rana, so mm, and yeah. had a fight as well. And that's true. You are you are literally yeah. at a hair's breadth yeah, from death. That's true. You have been three hit points yeah. this entire day. It's true. <laughs> I mean, fair and play. Still won a drinking competition. <laughs> he somehow survived and, and still won a drinking competition. Yeah, yes, I am yeah. Taban. Yeah. Um, so yes, Rada, you've been carried off to bed, and you 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 sleep fairly soundly. Though your dreams are often interrupted by a surprise gecko that seems to just wander back and forth through uh, various aspects <laughs> of your dreams. It's a bit into band yet. The two of you sort of have a have a drink a drink or two, and band eventually you 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 just have to crash. And Zibi, I assume. As we were saying there earlier, you sort of take him up to bed and let him crash in your room. Is that the, is <laughs> that that the idea? Sounds, that sounds a bit more uh, full on than I was anticipating. But uh, sounds a bit more uh, sinister. Well, and yeah, then uh, we have sex. So, yeah. <laughs> what? Has Zibby still got the? No, has Zibby still yes. got the reinforced room? He does. Yes. He does still have the reinforced room. Yes. <laughs> I, look, uh, uh, on, on the way up, he, he waves uh, waves the uh, the <laughs> barkeep. Just uh, can you just chuck? Just oh, what was the barkeep's name? We got that the other uh, day. Barry, wasn't it? I think it was Barry. It was one of the names Let's I pulled out of Barry. my ass. <laughs> another Barry? I said it's Barry. Uh, just chuck us a duvet. He's going to kip on the floor. He's 
I know he's a cat, but he's, he might get chilly. Basket. <laughs> sure, sure. Let's sure. Let's say let's say a blanket of some kind is brought to your room so that you can put it over the sleeping kitty. Um, first of all, as you're the last the last up, uh, nursing uh, burning the midnight oil, um, you are sat writing in the main tavern, and in walks Siliqui, quite late. Um, and yeah, has has returned to you. Oh, hello, you look like you've had an interesting evening. Well, actually, I um I have had quite an interesting evening. I uh I went to see Wakanga to see what we might be able to do in regards to infiltrating or or finding out about the cheating in the dino racing. As it turns out, Wakanga wasn't home, so I was told he was at the um, temple of Severus. Yes. So I um. Oh, do you know, I've walked all the way back. Is um, is, is the barkeep still up to get, like, a, a juice? Uh, Yeah, the barkeep will still be there. A yeah, juice, there'll still be a skeleton friend. crew on hand. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can I get a juice over here? I went to the Temple of Severas. I saw Jessamine coming out of there, and she had a uh, full-on veil, like a goth kind of thing. Um, I looked quite upset. I don't know why. Well, she does have the death curse, Siliqui. Yes, but she looked... She didn't look that pissed off when she had the death curse when we first met her. I think she it, looked quite upset and worried now. Do, do bear uh, in mind, we, we did see Syndra, didn't we? Bear in mind, this has only been like two days ago or whatever since we saw her. It's Feels not like been that fucking long. months, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but we, um, but I spoke to Gary, you know, Gary, you know what he's like. We, me and Gary now, we're like best buds. Yeah, but I we, like um, Gary, he's lovely. I like Gary. Um, he likes my sandwiches. He told me that Jessamine's been going there a while now. She's been going there a lot more regularly, um, quite often, which is very unusual for her, apparently. Any idea why? No, he doesn't know why. I, I'm wondering if maybe she's found religion again in his praying or something. I don't know. I expect she's just trying to get some insider information, trying to predict the future or whatever it is that they do at the Temple of Severance. I can't remember. I only have a memory of a goldfish. <laughs> Would not surprise me. That, did you breathe there at all, Percival? <laughs> Sorry, breathe? What? <laughs> so, um, anyway, I uh, checked on Grandfather's Atembe. He, he hasn't really had any change. Wakanga was trying his magic on him with um, seeing if he could do anything, and he's been there quite a while. Unfortunately, Wakanga also hasn't been able to, um, to wake him up or anything. They tried cold water? Probably. Like a bucket? <laughs> Uh, yes, Percival. But um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I so I got chatting to Wakanga. I asked him about Jessamine. He, he didn't really know. He also denied ever having history with Jessamine, which I, uh, I, 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 I don't believe. Uh, yeah. I believe, yeah, you know, um, play, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, really? I'll give you that idea. Probably. Um, <laughs> he he's basically said that he's. Not a lot of use with that, with their knowing who we should speak to. He just thinks we should probably speak to whoever um, Eliza's dinosaur handlers are. So what were you going to do tomorrow? I thought I'd try, you know, to see what I could find out. But um, Oh, fair enough. How was your evening? Um, well, we just kind of had a few drinks. Uh, Taban showed us some weird game with a knife and between the fingers. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> Um, uh, Taban, I do wonder where he is at Tabaxi. Does he have much gaps between his fingers? It's, 
Are they like, yeah, with paws. Are they like little bits and then claws? Well, he's got or claws does he as have well. proper gaps between them? It's, it's sort Is it not of. dangerous? Yes, that's what makes it more exciting. <laughs> Sean, how do you how do you feel about how much uh, Percy was paying attention to your digits? <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, I'm surprised and a little turned on. <laughs> Just the way it should be. And, uh, yes, uh, Rana got rather drunk and he started telling us about how he uh, he once transformed into a cow just so that he could eat lots of grass so that he could turn into a cow again. I don't know. It's some weird thing that he was doing. What? Something to do with his hunger. I don't know. Rana's a bit strange, really. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I am really, really fond of him. He's um he's a special boy, but he's, he's really rather odd. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. Other, other than that, we just had a, a, a whacking great time getting a bit pissed. Weren't you already, like, wasn't everybody already drunk? Well, they were wankered. You hear this voice from the top of the stairs going, <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you. Oh, I know. <laughs> assuming, that there, assuming that there isn't anything uh, much more of note that you guys nope. want to discuss with each other, we will just nope. we will leave it at there for tonight and say that you guys head off to bed. Siliqui is going to go upstairs to her room, which she, which she shares with Rana mm. anyway. But she'll see that Rana's asleep and twitchy and just a dick with him. Mm-hmm. Siliqui is going to sketch out a load of life-size little images of geckos and like pin them all over the room <laughs> when he wakes up. 